Hey, welcome back to Action Action, the only podcast with a heavenly mandate to rate all the action movies <laughs> and put them on our list. It's from Jizo himself. Yeah, it's you know, it's from whatever you believe in, but it's our list and uh Amen. Yeah. I'm John. With me as always is Dustin. Hello. And James. Hello, my brothers. <laughs> so this is episode number one hundred and one. Testify. Is it one hundred and one? <laughs> It's been two... I think it's 103. Okay, it's 103. Uh, this week we watched Hobbs and Shaw, but before we get into that... Oh, sorry, Fast and Furious Hobbs and Shaw. The Fast no, and Furious presents, presents Hobbs presents. and Shaw. It's very important. Okay. Um, this, all, this movie also needed four writers, but before we get into that, is there anything you guys want to... Uh, uh, what I don't know. Yay or nay? <laughs> Yay or nay. Uh, well, I want to talk about uh, some AEW wrestling. AEW? Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch the first one. How many weeks out are we? Dynamite? Uh, well, this is October. and Yeah, this will be coming this out is at like the end, the end of November. November. <laughs> yes, yeah. episode. So, so we're a little behind the times, but yeah. you know. But, uh, or ahead. You know, I don't want to spoil too much for you because you haven't watched it, but I'm, I'm going to. Um I watched I'm going to. <laughs> the uh, the first match tonight. Like I didn't know what to expect, but the first match tonight was a tag team match: the Young Bucks. Oh yeah, they're great. Versus the uh, Private Party. Or, oh, Private Party. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that match was fucking awesome. The Young Bucks are always awesome. Yeah, they're amazing. And uh, yeah, it's just. There's not a whole lot of talking in between. Yeah, it's a wrestling show. It's a wrestling it's, show. It's got wrestling on it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was definitely delightful. I mean, I did watch SmackDown when uh, The Rock came back, too. Right. That yeah, was kind of nice Fox to premiere. see. Yeah. yeah. But what a difference from that to this. It's a very different presentation, for sure. Yeah. It seems like... Uh, I don't want to compare like the NFL and like university NCAA, but like you can compare NFL and XFL. <laughs> so can, well, I ask, can I ask a question? It's the muddy the water. So here. our dad used to always say that he didn't like the NBA, but he liked college basketball. Right. He said that like because they were like hungry for it. Right. Is that what you mean by it? Uh, like it was more I, like exciting it, and like yeah, I just think it's more like raw talent, right? So um, yeah, they're I guess you could say they're hungry for it, but they're just they're doing it's, it it's because a, they really enjoy doing it. Because I mean, in NCAA, they don't get paid shit, so right. It's it's also it's exciting because it's a new venture, right? Like it's a relatively yeah. new. It's a company that can actually maybe make a bit of a dent with WWE because they've been monopolizing the game for so long at this point, ever since WCW went under. Yeah. Well, so. and WWE is very much like, uh, reality television today with like, you know, how phony and everything like desperate housewives and all that, <laughs> you know, all, all uh, it's like, they're that kind of direction in like the wrestling where this is more like, uh, it's like Survivor versus Alone. Right. Oh, Alone. Oh, nice. You've about. Right. There you go. In reality. That makes sense to me. <laughs> it's an exciting time to be a wrestling fan because, you know, if you still want to watch WWE, you've got 
two or three nights of that a week and then there's AEW now and then if you're into like New Japan and all these other stuff so Impact is still going so there's tons of product out there right now yeah and it's like all people I've never heard of yeah right well Chris Jericho is the champion of AEW (laughs) yeah he looks a lot different (laughs) well he's old (laughs) I know he's still killing it on the character front it's a great uh and he's, he's, he's still having good matches too I mean obviously he can't do everything he used to do but yeah where right, Dustin, what about you? Well, we are recording this in October, so I'm, I'm hip deep in my uh, yearly horror horror movie th- uh, marathon that yeah. I always do. So I've been watching a shitload of movies, horror movies. Uh, I've watched, well, we talked a little bit, me and you, about John, about uh, Midsummer. Yeah, I was going to get to that. Why don't you talk about anything else first? Because I have two things I want to talk about, and one of them is Midsummer. Okay. Uh, I also watched the new Child's Play remake. I hear it's very fun. It was surprisingly fun and I was a really a naysayer going leading like going into it like thinking there's no way this is going to be good. Brad Dourif isn't involved, the guy that normally voices Chucky. And uh it's just, you know, and the thing is they've actually kept making Chucky movies right up until like a year or two ago. And I was like, why are they rebooting it? Like it was still just going like not well, that long had, ago. They had a TV show. Well, they're developing a TV show. No, I thought they had a TV show. No, not yet. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I shows how little interest I have in <laughs> in Chucky. Yeah, uh, but it was really fun, and uh, yeah, Mark Hamill ended up voicing Chucky in this, and he's always does great voice shit. And uh, Aubrey Plaza is in it. It's really it's funny. It's got re- some really fun kills in it. Um, so it's not like an amazing movie, but it delivers what you what you could possibly hope for out of it. So, yeah, I enjoyed that. And then I also, uh, I don't know, just been watching lots of uh, shitty old slashers and stuff. And yeah, nice. cheesy, cheesy 80 goods. In that? Uh, well, I rewatched Sleepaway Camp, and that movie is pretty fun, <laughs> perhaps arguably problematic. Okay, that's, um, that's on my list to, actually, that's on my list to watch this October. Oh, like, yeah. What's the date today? We're the 9th. Yeah. Uh, so, it's on my list. I, I want to watch that. Uh, I hadn't watched it since I was like, I don't know, probably 13 or something like that. Oh, probably a totally different vibe. It has a really true, it really traumatized me the ending of it when I first saw it. So I'll be interested to hear, uh, what you think of it if you watch it. Yeah. Other than that, been watching the new Creep Show series. Uh, there's only been two episodes so far, but, uh, it's really fun. The second one had a werewolf, uh, a World War II werewolf story. (laughs) It's pretty cool. Oh, just like that movie. Uh, fuck, what's it called? Dog Soldiers? Oh, Overlord? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, they were like zombie things. Oh, werewolves. No, no werewolves in that. Okay. Anyway, sir. <laughs> but Overlord was cool as well. But yeah. Yeah, so yeah, you guys should check out Creep Show. I'd like to. James, I think you'd like it. Yeah, I'll have to watch that. Gore Horror. Gore Horror, yeah. <laughs> uh, indulge uh, so uh <laughs> two things i watched one thing dustin brought up is uh midsummer uh i love this movie i loved midsummer yeah i wasn't sure uh, how i was gonna feel about it but so, i ended up loving it yeah if uh i think i might liked it more than hereditary i got a thing for uh and i think you do too for uh john for uh horror movies about cults i love cult horror movies and Diana can't handle them. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, she was so my wife. She, she's just can't handle cults or so, so for her. Uh, 
cult movies or like the, a movie like Midsummer is either um, it's too silly, yeah. like like she's like this is so stupid, or it's like too real. Oh yeah, and I think this movie falls on the too real side of things yeah. for her, um, which is like my like my jam. I love no shit about Detra. yeah. My shit is like like the like demon cult Satanist <laughs> stuff. Like I love I love all that stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. It's all like House so, of the Devil. Oh yeah, Kill Cause, List because it's all like so silly, but like creepy and weird. But Midsummer is just like such a white person like horror movie. <laughs> it is like so like I don't know. Well, it takes place in Sweden, <laughs> and, and, and you got you got uh, the dude that plays Chidi from The Good Place in there. Yeah, so it's a, if you haven't seen, it's a directed and written by Ari Aster, who made Hereditary. Um, it takes place predominantly in Sweden uh, during the, I guess it would be the winter, summer. It's the summer. Summer when the, there's no summer. Yeah, <laughs> midsummer obviously, when they're uh, when the sun doesn't go down, and it, it's about like a festival, a midsummer festival. Where they they have their May Queen and yeah, but a weird like but group of people that live out in the woods. <laughs> there are there are some things about the film that I was like not. I was like, oh, that kind of sucks. That's a little lame. But some of the the some of the kills and like the aftermath, mm-hmm. I mean, how they were discovered. I want to give too much away because it's kind of the movie that you really want to watch or organically. But man. When those first people, well, hold on. When the mm-hmm. first people die at the beginning before they go to Sweden, oh yeah, that's a that's yeah unsettling. Mm-hmm. But when the first people die, when you <laughs> land in the motherland, like <laughs> fuck, like that mallet, <laughs> that that mallet. Let's just get up for that mallet. Oh man, it looks amazing. Like he fucking has an eye. Ugh, it is He's absolutely like, he shoots gorgeous, stuff crazy. And I mean, it's. You, can you think of another horror movie where all the horror takes place in like full daylight? No, absolutely, I can't. Like, there's nothing that I can think about that just is like it's so bright. It's like there's nothing. There's no way to like flinch away from no. it. It's all there. Yeah, there's me. so many blues and and whites. It's uh, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, so I'm. I was a huge fan. If you if you're into watching long independent style horror movies yeah. watch watch midsummer the other thing that's a kind of the opposite of midsummer is that i just finished watching is uh big mouth oh yeah i haven't watched I finished it the, the newest season of big mouth just came out and uh huge fan i fucking love this show i've loved it since before it came out i'm a huge nick, <laughs> nick kroll fan john right. mulaney like everybody like but uh, yeah, this next this last season is just next it's, level. It's got some controversy right now. I've heard. Yeah, about the uh, what's the word? Pansexual. Pansexual. They handled it wrong, man. Well, <laughs> you know what? At least they tried to handle it, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think I think you can overlook that for the fact that they're just trying to do. I think they're genuinely trying to just be. Yeah, you've got to open look at their and honest. Intense. And their mm-hmm. intents are completely pure. Yeah. But I really, I love, I love this last season. I think it's fantastic. So, yeah. if you're into raunchy comedy or <laughs> an animation, then uh, Big Mouth is where you're at. Yeah, I can't wait to watch that. It'll probably have to wait till next month, though. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was really hoping that James would go last. Why is uh, that? And now I'm trying to figure out why. Hold on. 
James said something that had a connection to Hobbs and Shaw. The Rock. The Rock. Yeah, The Rock. Because The Rock came back and he watched it. That's right. He just couldn't stay away. He couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> just like that cat. Um, so let's get into the Fast and Furious Hobbs and Shaw. Roll that trailer. Luke Hobbs and Decker Shaw. We've got unfinished business. Shaw's sister took something from me. A virus that could wipe out half the population. And I want it back. You want to tell me just what we're dealing with here? It's my sister. Family business. When it's the fate of the world, it becomes my business. This whole thing sounds really dodgy. Look after your sister. Listen, I'll handle it. The only way we survive is working together like a team. Let's do this. Buckle up, fat boy. On my three. One. Ah! <laughs> Woo! Hey, see the look on his face? You have no idea how long I've been waiting to do that. Yeah, because it's one The music's already started. Let's see if we can get him sick. So you guys are being hunted by an army of mercenaries led by a genetically enhanced soldier. Look at me. I'm Black Superman. You're crazy. All right, so we watched 20... Is this... this, this come out this 2019. Year? Oh, Jesus. Came out 2019. Not that long ago. Straight banger. Fast and the Furious <laughs> presents Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> I was hoping it would be a straight banger. I was hoping yeah. it was going to be this. Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Yay. <laughs> Vin Diesel. Instead, it's this. It's Vin not Diesel. in this. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I was so excited to not watch a Vin Diesel movie. It's all about family. Yeah, and yet uh, the Vin Diesel movies are more entertaining than this one. Mm. Uh, Hard truth. Hard truth to deal with. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that's right. Because oh, I'm, I'm not right. a big fan of the series. Uh, period, but this isn't my pick, Dustin. Why don't you uh, try to? Why don't this you down? explain Ugh. the rundown of this? I'll try to. It's kind of weird and convoluted. Uh, so we have, you know, we know Hobbs and Shaw from uh, the last few Fast and Furious movies, mm-hmm. where they had sort of an acrimonious relationship, and here they're forced to work together to go after a, I guess, terrorist played by Idris Elba, who is sort of like a cyborg. He's, he's Black got, Superman. Right. He calls himself Black Superman. He really got, is Black Superman. <laughs> he's got like robot parts and stuff. Uh-huh. And he's part of some like collective that is trying to, uh, you guys help me out here. They're trying to like force some sort of revolution I, where I, more I, where people will be more like machines and I shit. I think it's like a, a mix between like a, a Thanos thing where it's like wipe out. Because they, I think they wanted to wipe out. They want to take the population down a bit and or something. I'm confused about sort of what they want. Not to get political, but they use this really interesting word in the in the movie. Uh, They call it a death cult, which is the same language that was used by like oh President Obama at the time to describe like ISIS. Right. Um, Where it's not like it's not like a religion. It's not a movement. It's a death cult, which I agree with. Right, but like it's a very specific term. Yeah, that's like so they want. It's not used very often. They want this weapon that's like a 
It's a virus. Virus in a bomb, but then, or not a bomb, but like a. It's a virus that when <laughs> it goes airborne, it will kill. A whole bunch of people. A whole bunch of people. And Vanessa Kirby playing Hattie is Jason Statham's sister. <laughs> and we're supposed to believe that they're only a few years apart in age. Yeah. Yeah. They're, uh, not, they're not like 50 years. She injects herself with the virus and then it's it's a ticking clock situation where yeah. within 72 hours or whatever, she's going to die and, re- and then the virus will be released into the air from her body. But she's supposed- And they're trying to figure out a way to get out of her and, and stay one step ahead of Brixton and his. Well, no, isn't so she happened, supposed to be MI6 or something like that? Yeah, yeah, she's like a. So what happens is, is that uh, it opens up with with Hattie uh, going to to retrieve this virus. Right. Uh, she gets. They get burnt. She ends up injecting herself so that she can get the virus out. Because Idris Elba kills her whole squad. Yeah, and then makes it look like she did it and stole the virus. Yes, and then. <clears throat> And then Jason Statham and the Shaw and Hobbs are called in to like they're the only two people who can get her, like re- re- retrieve the package in a sense. Mm-hmm. But no one mentions the fact that the package is his sister. His sister. Yeah, he has and to bring that up himself even, at one but point. But he doesn't even realize it. I don't think oh, until I think they he does, capture he? until they capture her. Oh, well, no, he realizes it because at first when they bring them together, they're like, well, I can't work with this fucking guy. Yeah, this guy fucking sucks. I'm not working with him. And yeah. he, and then Shaw goes off on his own and figures some shit out. Remember, he goes to his sister's apartment and like. Oh, so he knew finds her stuff. So, yeah, he figures it out and then goes back. And then yeah. they all are together after that point. Dustin but, brings up a really interesting point, which is that uh, if you're a, a huge fan of. Um, middle-aged dads making really weak barbs at each other. <laughs> this movie is for you. If you like a comedy movie written by people who don't understand what a joke is, this movie is for you. I mean, I thought there was maybe one or two funny lines. Ryan Reynolds has some funny lines. So I will get to that. Ryan Reynolds is so in this movie, How about we way. do this? Let's just not talk about Ryan Reynolds for a little bit. Because I want to talk about that. Oh, the cat's out of the bag now. I, mean. I want to talk about that separate from... From, from everything else, James. But I, I think- mean, this is the type of movie, let's be honest. I mean, it, it's like watching your friends, you know, um, throw shots at each other. It's like a good old time, really. <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, you can see the vibe they wanted and what, it's what you're talking about. Like- yeah, and it really doesn't come across that way not, at all. I think that's the no, biggest problem with that. It's pretty pretty hurting. Is that nothing lands. Like, like absolutely nothing just lands as far as the jokes go. Cause I remember the rock having one funny joke at one point, but I honestly can't remember what it was. I honestly think it's something to do with his balls or something. (laughs) Right. I I think it plays well as a side thing in a fast and furious movie, but not so much as the focal point, the focal point of a whole movie. Yeah. So like to get, and it goes on through the whole movie, like everything they say to each other is just the trading insults. The, yeah. So, and, and part of this movie, there's, I feel like there's like fundamentally three films at play here. Right. Right. We have, um, a, uh, ticking time action film where we have to like get, we have to secure the package in a sense, mm-hmm. like solve this problem. We have this um, sci-fi film 
where like there's this futuristic yeah, element. I mean, we basically have like superheroes in this movie yeah, at this point. Yeah, we have superheroes slash like they're... Like, Which like, I love I, that that's where we've ended up with Fast and the Furious from I, its humble beginnings. Right. I do. I just wish it was done better. Um, yeah. But you have this like futuristic sure. like sci-fi storyline and then you have this comedy this like really hacky lame comedy mm-hmm. that just fills up so much space this runtime of this movie is mm-hmm. like over two hours and it is so painful <laughs> to well, watch this movie um, i mean yeah okay i think most of the connective tissue stuff and the plot are shit and absurd and the jokes are are almost uniformly terrible I do think the action, for the most part, is pretty fucking good. Yo, yeah. you you feel differently. I do. Uh, I do like, feel it's different. There, there is some good action sequences. Uh, yeah, there's some that, really like, awesome set pieces. In some of the fighting is good, but some of it is like the joking that follow like goes into the fighting it's just kind of like okay like we get it <laughs> big swinging dicks like uh-huh. all right or you know yeah uh but when you get down to some of this like yeah, the, the part where they're in that those are like sort of abandoned uh industrial area wherever what they're supposed to be in ukraine or something and they're having that race out of there and these like weird dune buggy things and all. I thought all that was awesome with the truck and Andrew Elba chasing him and all that it shit is awesome. But as soon as I saw that dune buggy one, that dune buggy looks fucking brand new. <laughs> first of all, two, why what the is, fuck is there a dune buggy there? Oh, didn't you see that there? That for some reason, Idris Elba's team always has their own weird like but why? vehicles that they bring everywhere. I, I think it's kind of a. I think it's kind of an interesting thing that James said. Um, James said why, and then you said for some reason. Yeah, I think because kind of like Idris Elba's guys in every scene they've brought with them this whole like it's like they're a GI Joe squad and they have their own and vehicles. That, okay, so <laughs> and that right is there, cool. So. People that would like this movie or the people that created this movie watched a handful of movies. They mm-hmm. watched like G.I. Joe. Fuck they yeah. watched tra- also, they watched Transformers. Yeah. yeah. They watched They definitely watched Transformers. They watched like There's se- like fucking Transformers in the movie. They obviously yeah. watched all the Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah. They watched uh Central Intelligence with the <laughs> Oh right, because Kevin Hart also yeah, shows up Kevin in Hart, this movie. But the way they talk and the banter is pretty much the same. Yeah, yeah. It these straights of movies, it's just collectively come to this now. And yeah, and I agree with James is that they, they it's just a hodgepodge of like fucking bullshit. But also they a lot of the action set pieces looked amazing. And there's these moments where I'm like, this is total bullshit. This looks like garbage. Like I hate all of this. And they do one thing and I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, I think there's they, some fun shit. And I think that, but that's the problem is that like there's all this superfluous bullshit that like actually looks like shit, and the CGI looks like total trash at times. At times, yeah. And it's I like, find that a lot lately with big budget uh, movies where it's like, oh, okay, this CG shot looks pretty good, and then the next one is like, what the fuck? You guys just couldn't. May, no, make... maybe they should have cut forty five fucking minutes from this movie. <laughs> well, they definitely could have yeah. chopped this fucking movie down. And that's the, and that's it part of the problem. Big and bloated. Is this is like. Is like there's these there's these really cool scenes where like everything looks amazing, 
and you actually get the like that little like I don't know action th- thing where you're like, oh, like the fuck that looks cool, like like so cool, and like and then you totally buy in, and like that's my favorite part of this podcast for me is like is like discovering all these things that I watch in these movies where I'm like, Oh, like I am so in at this moment, like, Mm -hmm. like in these movies, I never like really liked, I've become a big Arnold Schwarzenegger fan through this podcast. What? (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Converted. Let's let's go. Uh, I'll talk about, I'll talk about that in a second. So we're going to do commando again, right? Yeah. Fuck (laughs) for the third time. Fuck yeah. I'll talk about why I love Arnold Schwarzenegger at this point in comparison to the rock because I have uh, beyond all the CG stuff is that I have I'm done with the rock like I just I oh. can't I think the rock hot is take. it's not a hot take I don't think it's a hot take <laughs> oh it's at a hot all. take no it's not it's not it's not coming from anywhere that's like trying to be counter anybody I'm just like I'm done I'm done with his his thing I'm done with like he's supposed to be this pretty boy Good looking, <laughs> like he. Yeah, oh yeah, he mm. very much so. Like very much, he's supposed to be. Well, I think he's supposed to be. Well, he's supposed sexy. to be charming, charming yeah. and sexy, charming, sexy, but, muscular. But he's he's not. Like he's just not. He's nothing. He's he's straight boring. Well, and, I think the problem is not the Rock. I think the Rock is a charming guy with talent. I think he keeps selecting movies that aren't doing him any favors. No, what he's doing is he's creating a mytho like a, for himself, where he is not allowing himself to do anything interesting. Yeah. So, so, no, and, and this goes that. outside of the film, but it goes to like what we hear about him, and who who knows if this is true, right? Like, I I don't know the Rock. None of us do. Uh, our friend Janelle, she, she, she the met rock. the rock once. Um, <laughs> but uh, but like from what I understand, there are rules about the rock. Like he won't um, let himself like I don't know hurt a woman or 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 like what a fucking asshole in a film. <laughs> yeah. But he won't let himself like get beat up to a certain point. Yeah, and, and we've heard the same about Vin Diesel and Jason yeah. Statham. And I think that all of those things of him being the goody good good guy is damaging his career in yeah, the sense of I like, I, I'm done. Like I do. But that's what I'm saying. I still do think he's talented. If he was, if he would take some chances, if he would, if he, if he did like a movie like this and then we saw uh, a smaller budget, like more gritty kind of uh, cop thing or something from him or, right. we or saw crime, him- whatever we would go, okay, cool. The rock is at least, uh, you know, doing the old one for them, one for me kind of thing. And that's what we say. But even if he did a big budget movie where he played the bad guy, sure. Yeah. Anything where he did something against grain. Like I, I can't stand him in this movie. I find him, (laughs) I find him so completely annoying. His character is so annoying and dripping with like, not goody goodiness, but like, Fake, fake bad boy. Yeah, I I think it's a couple things. I think one, you got two paths of action movies. You got like the gritty hand to hand, you know, the hero is vulnerable, gets injured. Like you see the, you see the darker side, Mm -hmm. right? And then you got the action hero that that never gets hurt. Right. Right, that somehow has like superpowers, even though he's human, 
to bring a helicopter. <laughs> oh, I can't and, wait right. to talk about that fucking scene. Um, you know, that... I thought that scene was fun. Yeah, that kind of path, right? So you, you have that, and for whatever reason, whether it be just he's surrounding himself with people that want to make those kinds of movies, because he seems to make them all with the same people, Yeah. right? And the other side, which is he has this image that he's just tried to keep the whole time through, like even from when he was wrestling, the whole time through, he has a particular image, like even on his Instagram. And I think it's for, I honestly think down the road, he will like run for president or something. Right. He's the type of personality that that's kind of what. I don't know. Politician. No one from the the CIA. No one from the CFL will ever be president of America. <laughs> <laughs> can I, well, can like I he was com- cut from the CFL. Can yeah. I compare? Like, Couldn't some, quite make the Stampeders there. I want to compare something. Um, I feel like uh, we, we, we talked about Commando earlier. And in Commando, if you haven't seen it, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger has a daughter. The daughter gets kidnapped. And she's, she's taken away. But... She's taken. She's she's kidnapped while under the protection of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. I don't feel like there's ever going to. I and I haven't seen every The Rock movie, <laughs> but I feel like he wouldn't let that happen in one of his movies. At least, probably not at this point. I feel like the first handful of movies he did before he was like an established, like this guy's going to be the next big action star thing you know if you watch go back and you watch like i don't know the rundown or like but but that's walking tall or whatever his first few movies then once he's like now he's like in this full mode of like i'm the rock and this is what my movies are and this is who i am in my movies and but that's part of the huge problem of why Mm -hmm. i can't i can't stand him which is that he is supposed to be perfect He's the funniest, most charming, most handsome, strongest. He takes no risks everything. and that makes him boring. And it's so fucking, I, honestly, I want him to just straight up die in a movie. <laughs> like, I, and he won't die. He can't die in a movie. And I'm like, I just want him to die because you just suck so It just so seems much. like such a weird thing to have as a stipulation in your contract. Like, I don't want to die in my movies. Why? Why? <laughs> You're only going to make a certain kind of movie. You're only going to be... I mean, maybe he he will he will change those kinds of things down the he, road. Uh, trust me, he's going to have to if he wants to keep his house. You <laughs> know what I mean? But, like... I think he can keep going the way he's going and... You think so? He'll still be able to... I don't know. To... Like, uh, yeah, obviously, um, mainstream audiences probably have a higher tolerance than than we do for some of this kind of stuff. But at the same time, I do think there's going to get to be a weariness of it. I do think James is right. In the end, I do think that like he's, he can do this forever and it's, he'll be fine. I don't know. We already see diminishing returns, right? Like this movie didn't make as much money as they expected. No, but what made a lot of money, but but he will be okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he's going to lose the shirt. off. What I mean is is the rock will still be the rock. What I, what I think is going to happen, though, is that he's never going to be like, once again, I am not an Arnold Schwarzenegger fan, but I've realized through watching all of these movies and even Sylvester Stallone, who I can't stand the risks that they are taking with like their image 
and like the fact that they're actually trying to do something shows that they're like to me it's like oh they actually like are invested in be, in trying to do something beyond right but i think the difference between the rock or dwayne johnson is, between <laughs> uh arnold schwarzenegger is if you've ever seen uh ballers no like that's a pretty good show and he's a good actor in that show and that's not a macho uh, yeah that's a bit of a different role for that's him. a like a almost like a drama i'm sure a lot less people see that show than see his movies right but i think he has a larger range yeah i do think i, he, think I do think he does right. he just he I, just I isn't he's... mostly doing it in movies anyway so i think when all this action stuff eventually dies out yeah, he will be able to then do these him, other things. You'll see him move into. But you said he wasn't going to change. Well, he won't change in the near future. Like, I mean, he's got four movies in pre-production and four other movies announced. Oh yes. Oh, San Andreas too. Can't wait. <laughs> I think we should uh, maybe move on a little bit right now. Uh, I totally agree. Like, I, I think we're all kind of on the same page yeah, I think about where his career page, yeah. is and what he's going to do. No one's hurting for the, the rock isn't hurting, but I'm, I think we wish it's the same thing more. applying to Jason Statham though. Like, um, he obviously is maybe less of a draw than the rock, although he's had a long and successful action career at this point. So what I think for Jason Statham though, is that Jason Statham is in this upward trajectory of a new stage of his career. Yeah, right. I, a I, new Statham. Yeah. I I heard, <laughs> I heard, as I heard, I saw a headline that said that uh, there's going to be a new Guy Ritchie movie coming out with him. Okay. Or there's, it's going to be starting filming. Like, Statham's on his way back up. Um, so I think that I'm fine. Statham is fine for me. Like, he, this to me feels like he's just, he's like doing Well, a but he had the same thing where it's like, oh, in this movie, you know, Hobbs can't hit Shaw but more times. Probably, Shaw can't hit Hobbs more times. They have to hit each other equal amount of that times. That probably oh, had. I'm, I'm gonna. I give give him the benefit of the doubt though. That it was like a. I have to do this to be a part of this kind of thing. Well, whatever. He's, he's. I think he's. He doesn't have the opportunities. Yeah, for sure. Because it like, just announced is Spy Two. Oh yeah! Oh, fuck yeah! Well, and he then was, he was great in that. He's so funny. <laughs> and then and that was because he was willing to play a person that looked like an idiot. Yeah, he he wasn't the cool guy. Like he was a guy who thought he was a cool guy, but he wasn't. And right. then, uh, you know, speaking of that, is fucking Thor. Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Hemsworth. Yeah, like that guy's willing to play a complete a buffoon. dummy buffoon. Yeah. In in even in a Thor movie, he's willing to play a fat. Idiot, yeah, right, right. Right? Like, like that's why he is, up to me, that's why he is great. Like, Yeah, but he, that's why even in all those Marvel movies, like, all those characters are not perfect and they all have flaws and they will, they, they're shown for the most Captain part. Captain America? Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. He's pretty flawless. <laughs> is he? Uh, have you seen that body? It's <laughs> banging. Don't man. you say shit about Captain America? Uh, All right, sorry. I want to talk about some of the action sequences in this movie. Um, what stands out for me right off the bat is the uh, the motorcycle chase scene. Oh yeah. Uh, what did you guys think of that? Uh, it was all right. I, I got to be honest. It didn't like get me super excited. I didn't think it was bad, but uh, 
I, I kind of got more into the set pieces as they were going. I mean, other than the Samoan fight where they uh, have no, to no, use no. clubs. Don't even fucking talk about that yet. That is going to be the last thing we talk about. <laughs> I would say I'm more disappointed with uh, most of the fight scenes. Just maybe the fight scenes are okay, but I kind of question like, well, why are we even having this fight scene? Is this just to push along some, yes. you know, <laughs> bullshit between them or Absolutely. whatever. Like I'm just, yeah. it, it just, it ruins it for me. Mm. I mean, why they had to take separate rooms and do that whole thing, which ended up to the giant yeah. warehouse. When like it makes Russia. no sense to me. And That's true. But I still like the whole sequence. Like this, the one, like the action of it purely just the action not nothing to do with the story of the movie yeah, and but the characters. Okay, so the action but, though in that okay Jason Statham has like a good fight scene. Oh yeah, I'm not talking about the hand to hand so much as like the chase sequence and all that right, stuff. Right. Right. So like in that fight scene so the rock is supposed to fight this guy that's right. bigger than him. Yeah. Which I don't which believe he, he right actually away. is. But then he just knocks him out and that's it. Yeah. I mean, that's, they're trying to play, they're, they're trying to do that comedy thing again, right? Where it's like, okay, there's some they action. They suck but, at it. But there's some comedy at the same time. The Rock's like, oh, tapping his wrist. Yeah. Look at his watch. Like, oh, let's go. Here. Well, okay. Well, James, James just said it. And like, this is something I want to talk about is uh, earlier, Dustin, you brought Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a really poor decision for this movie to bookend Ryan Reynolds' uh at the beginning and end. And did you guys watch through the credits at all? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And weird. I never watched through the credits, but I just happened to leave it on and then go to the kitchen and then I heard it. But, uh, Ryan Reynolds does this smarmy. He does Ryan Reynolds. He does Ryan Reynolds. It's Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> it's, right? I mean, for me, it was hard right. not to like his parts. And I, 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 I loved it. I fucking loved it. But, it was a really poor decision for the filmmakers to have him do that because he does everything perfectly right that Jason Statham and Dwayne Johnson can't do yeah is this smarmy insulty like backhanded although in this he's not insulting this in this one he's like weirdly like he has loves, to start, wants to have like a bromance with the rock or something where his character, where but he's he, like, they, no one can do comedy in this film. Like he can. No, that's true. Um, I don't think they probably saw it as a mistake. Cause they're like, Oh, we'll throw this funny guy in there. He, he will do a few jokes later on. We'll throw Kevin Hart. He'll do a few jokes. Oh, oh Kevin. Hart. <laughs> and then later, uh, and then if we want down the road, we do an offshoot of the offshoot starring Ryan Reynolds and Kevin, <laughs> Kevin. Why? <laughs> I would rather watch that offshoot. I'm n- no joke than this movie. Why? Why is Kevin Hart even in the movie? Because he's, he's friends with the Rock. I don't know. In the world, but his whole part is not funny at all. No, but I, I mean, personally, I also don't really particularly find him funny. I will tell you this: he is funnier than. Jason Statham or The Rock in this movie. <laughs> well, that's debatable. I think. I think that he is. He. Well, the thing is, whether you like Kevin Hart's comedy or not, he's just naturally funnier 
than either of those guys. Yeah, I mean, I have nothing against Kevin Hart. No. I just, uh, I, I'm not like a fan of his. I, I've watched maybe one or two movies that he's been in. But I'm saying he pulls off his little bit and he's just, you can just tell that he's naturally funnier than them. Mm-hmm. Like he just has better timing and he has better delivery. Like it, he's just better. But the thing is, we've seen The Rock and Jason Statham even be funny before, but, but not, but with... But with a script that allows them to be. And what it seems like in this, and we're getting away from the action, mm-hmm. uh, which is I think we should be talking about, is we're getting away from that. Um, and when we're talking about, like, it feels like Ryan Reynolds and... Uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Oh, and, and we're forgetting Rob Delaney as well. And Rob Delaney. Also, all three of those guys. Rob Delaney. Rob Delaney's fucking hilarious. Great. And his inner, him and... Ryan Reynolds together like I want to see more of that oh yeah I'll watch that <laughs> I will watch fucking you want give me a two and a half hour movie I'll watch that movie but like they're just so naturally funny and it feels like they have so much more free reign to just like say what they want and just be funny mm-hmm. and whereas I don't I don't know is is The Rock is Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham are they just naturally funny on their own because this I think, sh- I think they have the ability to be funny I know, but this movie does not allow them to be funny in any way. And it's <laughs> well, also that's, kind of, that's also our opinion. I'm sure. I'm sure audiences went and saw this and thought it was a fucking well, of yuck. Of course, fest. it's our opinion. But like, <laughs> fucking people, no, no. I know. I'm just people saying. People watch Adam Sandler movies and are like, "Oh my god!" Like, I just came five times during fucking that country fucking western he made. Oh yeah, fucking hateful nine or whatever the fuck. <laughs> they hate me nine. Yeah, oh, yeah. shit. I, I definitely came. It just shows how much. <laughs> twice, it just twice. It just shows how much of this movie is useless that we keep talking about an action sequence. Well, and then we end up talking about. Well, how let's go back. Let's go back to the action. Actually, Ryan Reynolds, though, before we move on from Ryan, when uh, from Ryan, from are you Ryan. sleeping together? Yeah. Yeah. Sleep with each other. Uh, First name basis. When there's that voice, right? The whatever the organization is. Oh yeah, the shadowy voice it's, that is running when stuff it from kinda, behind the scenes. Yeah, it kind of goes in and out. Yeah, it changes. To me, it kind of cuts out like it's not um, like it's just a regular voice. Like Doctor Claw from Inspector Gadget. But it sounds like Ryan Reynolds to me. Oh, you think? Oh yeah, you think he's the secret mastermind? I was gonna ask yeah. you guys because I haven't watched all these movies. Yeah. So like, is there a person in the past that like? I I don't know. I, I mean, don't think it's Ryan Reynolds. I heard a couple theories um, online. The one person thought it was Charlize Theron's character from the eighth Fast and Furious movie. But that seemed unlikely. I heard another theory that sounded more likely, but I actually I forgot what it is. So here I am. I'm a pro. I'm a pro podcaster, guys. Right. Good my, job. My apologies. But Good yeah, I don't. I don't know. But I also don't. Do like. Do we really care? Like, we'll find out when they in the next movie or whatever. I don't care. I don't care because I'm fucking hopefully never going to watch another one of these things. Yeah. Uh, I was just curious. Um, <laughs> no, okay. That's, that's action fair. sequences. Um, so there's a scene when uh, is it Adris Elba is in that chase and uh, Statham is like hold on he like fucking spins the sports car he's in they go under two right yeah, semi yeah. trucks yeah. Uh-huh. and then is it is it Idris that like oh yeah his transforming motorcycle like, like slides underneath and like and he slides it that was slick as fuck <laughs> it was cool it was I mean it, I was like wow we are really 
we've just come so far from the first Fast and the Furious movie. We definitely have. Uh, where they got fucking Transformers now that they ride. I thought that... That, that the cyborg Superman rides. But I thought that also, like, for me, it, it took me out of it. I thought that was cool, but also, like, what am I watching? Well, it's like, yeah. that's an interesting concept in a different movie. I could I I could buy it in this movie too and be fine with it if the rest of the stuff was more entertaining around well, it. I could buy it in the next GI Joe movie because look oh, the Fast and yeah but I think the Fast and Furious movies have progressed to this point. I want to yeah. pause for a second and be like, I will watch the next GI Joe movie. Fuck yeah! Well, I you like you guys are stoked about GI Joe. I like GI Joe, but you movies. won't. You don't like the Fast and the Furious movies. No, well, like The Rock's going to be in it though. Oh. Is he? Well, he was in the last one, right? Yeah. Um, I like the first G.I. Joe movie. I thought the next one they're doing for G.I. Joe was about uh, Snake Eyes. Oh, like an origin? Particularly that that character. It's actually a remake of the movie Snake Eyes. (laughs) With Nicolas Cage and Gary Sinise? Yeah. Like the boxing match one? Yeah, it's actually actually really focused on Gary Sinise's character. (laughs) It's like the same movie, but all from his perspective instead of Nick Cage's perspective. Yeah, it's a really fucking weird origin story. It's a Gus Van Sant joint. Yeah. Except for Gus Van Sant, we'll just remake it shot for shot. <laughs> right. It's a shot for shot remake of Snake Eyes. Um, <laughs> I did think Vanessa Kirby did a good job in this movie. I thought she was pretty fun. Yes. I thought but, she was good. Oh, but. Oh, she, I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> I, I think she's I think she's great, but not utilized very well at all. She's supposed she, to be... Well, she gets to have some badass moments. Uh, not think, really. I think it might be because hashtag she's a woman. Yeah, and she's more badass in Mission Impossible. Fuck yeah, she is. Mm, I, like, d- I disagree. In, she was cool in Mission Impossible, but she doesn't actually have are any you like fucking kidding. She doesn't have any actually like badass moments in Mission Impossible. She's a fucking straight boss. In yeah, but Mission she, Impossible. but she's like throwing fisticuffs in that movie. Okay, but she goes from a secret agent, right, that does all this shit at the beginning, mm-hmm. to. I'm a helpless woman. I don't agree with that. I mean, oh, okay. they do save her a couple times, but she gets into the mix. She gets into the fights. And so stuff. this is actually an interesting point. So I think we should jump ahead a lot of things now and talk about the Hakka. Is it Hakka? Mm-hmm. Scene. What's the thing that they do? The, the dance? The Maori war dance? I'm not going kind of to pretend to... No, Maori's a New Zealander. I don't know. This, whatever the, the Samoan Sa- thing the is. The Samoan? <laughs> okay, so... I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> so there's a scene in this movie mm-hmm. and hopefully everyone who's listening has seen it um, to understand how offensive I feel like this scene is to anybody who feels like this uh, dance, this, this like tribal thing yeah. is important because it is to um, me, I find this to be such a fucking like joke of like a token or like well like have I, you ever seen a rugby I, match I'm, I'm, <laughs> at least I'm not r- going to uh, speak for whether or not it's offensive because I have like. because I have no fucking clue okay but I, I think can, the rock and these people's intention is to make it like a cool moment for people from that culture I don't know if it comes across that way I, I, feel, I wouldn't have the first clue about that okay but, but it's a well, neither would you, dude. Like, no, no, no. Hold on. Like, I these never, are Samoan people who are did trying I ever, to. I, hold on. No, the way I framed my statement though was that I didn't say it was. I said I felt like it. This feels incredibly gross to me. 
this, this, this that entire scene feels like just the yuck. Like they mm. go to Samoa for no reason, really. It's for the Rock to reunite with his family. Yeah, and it's, and that's that whole scene with is Cliff Curtis. That whole scene is <laughs> fucking I, stupid. I'm, yes, I agree with you there. I, I, then, it's uh, a, I'm good with it. You okay, like you like it? Oh yeah, I like it going to Samoa. I'm fine with them going to Samoa. So, it's when they do you know? No. Oh, we've only got the traditional weapons to this fight is, with and all that is, shit. Yeah, except for they have their like they have their A team scene where they got to set up everything to fight the. None of that makes sense. None of it makes sense. Do they put in a, 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 like a e, was it EPM like the EPB like the like a bomb like how EMP EMP how do they sh- how do they show them the guns also they backdoor it man also yeah they hack the guns because the guns have this like technology where you have to like yeah you have to wear a glove you have to wear a special glove to use it and then I so they can hack the guns I didn't understand that. Yeah. what what really what I think what's so fucking stupid about that scene is is the fact that they start doing the scene. Mm-hmm. They start doing like their, their the dance, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone stops. Well, they're stunned. Idris man. Elba, straight psychopath, mm-hmm. right? He rolls up on them, and they start dancing. Right. And he's like, "Hold on a second. He's mesmerized. This is interesting. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, hey, everybody, don't do anything. Wait a second. Well, he's not culturally Let's, insensitive on just because he's a bad guy. Let's, he wants to let them finish their dance. If so, if I was Idris Elba in that scene, they all would have been dead. But here's why it makes sense that he he waited. Okay, he is a psychopath. He thinks, well, I'm totally gonna kill these guys. Gonna eviscerate. Them. Like it's gonna be no, no problem. No, so he's on, like, he's just watching. Like, hey, what's going on? Dance, sweet. No, <laughs> he wouldn't. And then he's like, <laughs> shoot him. <laughs> and then it's like, whoa, what happened? Our guns. Hey, they don't work. And I, I, I it's given us it, Kirby enough time to hack those bugs, guns. That bothers me so much. If you are listening to this podcast, I really want you to write in. I want you to write in. I want yeah. about this one scene because mm-hmm. I want to know what people think. Huge fans. I think, I think it's just like so stupid to have this in. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so a movie dumb. full of dumb things, so but it didn't all, stand out to me necessarily. To as, me, there's like no cultural, what's the word? Appropriation? Like, th- this movie does that to to that whole dance thing. Uh, I, don't I don't know, know about I don't know that. I, I get it. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How? Uh, well, I mean... Like I said, I don't know enough to know if it's coming across as so, offensive. I think the people who are doing it are doing it with an inten- a certain intention for it to be a powerful cultural moment for that culture. But you you can't not think about the filmmaker's intention of putting it in. Like and yes, the fact I'm, that, but I'm sure this was with consult. You think the Rock didn't consult with them no, about I think this? The, I think the Rock took Roman this. Reigns didn't have so, the big dog didn't have something to say. No, I think that the Rock and Roman Reigns slightly took over the film at this point, and we're like we're putting this in. I also thought the scene was really fucking insane in the fact that they are all shirtless. Mm-hmm. And then he puts his shirt back and on. Then, they, and then he puts his shirt no, back on when he gets on that truck. I know, right? He's no. gonna take the time to put on his t-shirt. Not only does fuck? he put the shirt back on, they all put their shirts back oh, on. Oh, did they? I didn't notice that. Did you not notice that they were all driving trucks with their shirts yeah, on? Yeah, they all. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. right. 
Yeah. Well, you got to. Now, the truck part, I thought was pretty fun with uh, all, the, with all nope. the chains and stuff. It's that, like, I thought that was a that lot of fun. That's pure, that's pure Fast and Furious. That can suck that's the that's, biggest fuck. That is definitely pure Fast and Furious. I hated it. My biggest so problem fun. with the truck scene isn't the fact that they all link up and they have those queet. Uh, they can just those, like throw those, those nice, chains and hook yeah, right on. Those sweet <laughs> mechanisms <laughs> that will like yeah, latch yeah, on everything. Yeah, like yeah. I fucking love it. That's it's great. great. No, well, hold on. Probably Before you say friend. anything else though, <laughs> the worst part of that was when Roman Reigns like awkwardly, I was, I still were just chucked. Mm-hmm. He like chucked two chains at once two chains onto, at the, once. onto the axle. It, it looked so dumb <laughs> when he did it. He's like, Ugh. and he like threw two chains and they somehow like, yeah, I mean, like, this is part of if if you like the Fast and Furious movies, this is like something straight out of any could have been in any of them. Like, yeah, this this is a sub coming through the ice right. kind of scene. Yeah, like that's or, what it uh, is. driving your car out of one skyscraper into, into the other one. one. <laughs> like right. this is awesome. Yeah, I, I, that, I thought that part was lots of fun. And that's what I think the movie should have been. Yeah, um, more of that. More. The fight, and I, I thought the fight at the end was pretty decent with the three of them down when they crash down that water down below, and they have a three-way fight there. I don't yeah. understand that fight, but so, but okay, in that in that car, the truck chase scene. My problem <laughs> that took me out of it for a little bit is when oh here comes another truck, and hey, just in case you're wondering, here's a little plaque that says Hobbs. <laughs> Like Hobbs shop or Hobbs, oh, whatever, because yeah, it was his brother's like Why? mechanic shop. I was, so I was talking to Why? some. I was talking to some people <laughs> I today. I don't fucking get it. Uh, today about this movie, and I was explaining it, and uh, I was explaining this scene to them, and they said, um, "Awesome, this sounds like you're making up it as you go." <laughs> Fuck yeah! And I explained everything that you're saying, and like the little. Thing. And I, I, I hated all of it. And what one of them, what somebody said was, I, I don't want to say people's names, but fucking Dan <laughs> uh, was that like, this sounds like the rock just like completely like do whatever you want. Like just taking control, he said, taking control of like the film making in that sense. I don't know. It felt very fast and furious. I very much. I, so. I, I personally hated it. Like I hated all of that stuff. I hated the dance. I hated the... Yeah, uh, the dance I wasn't into, but not for the same reasons as you, I don't think. I thought it was cultural appropriation. Like, and I'm not a big cultural appropriation guy. Like, that, I, I usually... I see you appropriating cultures all the time, John. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that means I would be a big... Cul- <laughs> Wait. Like, look at that buck on your hoodie. <laughs> yeah, who the fuck you think First you First of all, this man? isn't a hoodie. It's a, this is a oh, fucking... Sorry. I don't know. Sweater. Deflection. Um... But yeah, uh, the uh, I, that scene I thought was just so stupid. It just didn't match up with the rest of the movie. Oh, I but think it fits in with that previous chase that we saw in the industrial area. That kind of same sort of that set piece. Chase is so fucking dumb. It's great. <laughs> Loved it. There's this, there's a part where where Jason Statham says, "I don't know if we're gonna make it," and then he goes on for like. And does the craziest shit. And all that shit is crumbling so behind like, them, and then it lands on the back of the truck. I thought that was all fun stuff. Uh, I mean, it's the only fun I really had was those two set no, pieces. No, I think that, I, I think that there's a, I think that the more I'm talking about the film, the more I'm realizing is that there is, my big problem is dialogue, and there's the action sequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're not matching up. 
right? Like what the characters are saying and 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 what's actually the 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 the, the action is just, it's not working. Like they're not in tune with each other. Like they want to be two different films. And uh, yeah, I guess. And I think that's my big problem. Like like the the there's like somebody wrote all the action sequences and then somebody else wrote all the dialogue over top of it. And that's entirely possible with a movie like and, this. And they're just not, they're just not they're, they're not cohesive. Like if it, you, they're they're two separate films, they're two separate movies. Like one wants to be this action set piece thing, and this other one wants to be this like. I, I mean, the Fast and Furious movies are all kind of like that, right? Like they, they all they have are. the the humor and the, and the or the attempts at Can humor. Can you not say humor? The attempts at humor, and these big set pieces. And, and this is why, like. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but this is why I actually, in talking about this, I think this movie would have been better and more grounded if Vin Diesel was in it. (laughs) Oh, shit. Why? Because family. (laughs) (laughs) Because Vin Diesel is not fucking funny at all. In I, that's and, true. That's well, very okay. true. I think right? We, I think the entire Dominic world Toretto. He's serious the whole time. This movie, I don't think they're actually serious. It's like a game. Like, hey, it's goofy. It's goofy. Yeah. There's no serious. I get what you're saying. Like, you know in what? any of it. I he, think he, I, he he is kind of like the the anchor fuck that grounds those movies. Family. Fuck you. Because they're they are so over the I top. Think you might be right. You need that guy. You need it. There it's all like, about fam. We don't yeah. turn our back on fam. We don't turn our back. Like <laughs> fucking Vin Diesel is so unfunny. Yeah, totally. Like, like he's so. Uh, no matter what the words on, you play in his now. mouth, no matter what he says, is sucks so bad <laughs> that you have to be like, there are. He's he he's he's not funny. Yeah, he's not and funny. lame. And he sucks. <laughs> I'm pretty excited for the another new one Fast of John's favorite people on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, Vin, yeah. So Vin Diesel has definitely surpassed um, Sly. Fucking Sly. Wow. For my wow. Yeah, I'm surprised. Really? I, I really don't. Why? Think, I really don't think he has earned that kind of. Um, what's Vin Diesel done? Fast and Furious. All the Fast and Furious movies. That's <laughs> has he tried to? You ever do... seen a little movie called Pitch Black? Pitch Black, yeah, Pitch Black. <laughs> you seen? Uh, I've seen Pitch Black. You ever seen Knock Around Guys? <laughs> How a, about uh, Find Me the, Guilty? The, he was the, good in that. Knock Around Guys. Is he in Boiler Room? Yeah, Boiler Room. Yeah. Early on, he had some some good performances. Saving How Pepper about uh, yeah. I Am Groot? I Am Groot. Okay, so I, I mean, Groot. how could you dislike that? <laughs> Jesus. I. I think that might actually be my most hated thing that he's done. <laughs> um, oh, Triple X. Triple X. That's fucking awesome. When are we doing that movie? Oh, yes. <laughs> so, well, we watched, we did Triple X 3, didn't we? No, no. We, we went and saw it in the theater, we but we, we haven't done the episodes. We okay. haven't done the episodes for any of uh, yeah, the Triple X Spoiler alert, that movie fucking sucks. Mm, I had fun. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You didn't like it. Did too. No, you didn't. I thought it was fun. James hated it. Yeah, it was over the top. No, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. You hated it. I, I didn't great. hate it. <laughs> I don't think I hated it. Yeah. Watch anyway, it. are you talking real talk right now? Real talk. Real talk. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if there's much left to say about this thing. I don't. I think it's not good. I think it's bloated. I think it's too long. 
I think, like what you were saying, I think most of the comedy shit doesn't work. Are you work. talking about me? John, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm right. Um, I, but I, want, I don't think it was complete shit. Okay, right. before it we was, go. It had entertaining parts. Yeah. Let's do, like, really quick, like, like two, like one minute for each thing. Favorite scene, least favorite scene, James, go. Favorite scene, probably the truck scene at the end, the truck chase where they all, the whole thing with the helicopter. Yeah. Even, even... <laughs> How ridiculous it is that he's pulling the chain and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's part of the fast. Yeah. Um, most hated scene. The rest of the movie, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'd say all the dialogue and banter and um, I don't know. It's all just right, this d- kind d- of forgetful. Time's up, Dustin. Yeah, I mean, I do think the comedy is mostly bad. I don't think I thought it was quite as bad as you guys, maybe. Like, I thought it was bad, but. I thought there was maybe a couple funny bits. Um, yeah, the best part for me was the whole industrial thing in Ukraine. That that's a piece, and the least good part I thought was the fighting with having to fight with the clubs and sticks and shit or whatever. Uh, cool. Uh, my favorite scene is two things. It's everything Idris Elba is in, and uh, the Ryan Reynolds. Uh, oh, Ryan Reynolds and Rob Delaney. I think they are. In a different movie. Yeah, I'd watch a movie with those I'd watch two. a movie with with uh, all of them. Um, my least favorite thing, favorite thing is uh, the everything in Samoa. I just didn't like it. I thought it was that's not a scene. <laughs> fucking dumb. It's not a scene. It's a huge whatever. It's like the last third of the movie. <laughs> also, you're whatever. Shut up. My last <laughs> Let's rate it. Or you got more? No, that's it. Of all the movies, I want... If there are people who listen to this, please write into it to James's email and talk to him about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to set up a new email. It's going to be James... It's going to be jamesactionactionpodcast at gmail.com. Send him emails. My reaction was a four. My overall score ended up being a 4.6. I gave the action seven, though. Yeah, my reactions for overall four. I also gave seven for action, two for pacing. Ooh, you thought it was that badly paced, eh? I didn't think it was that bad. It was pretty bad. This movie's fours. Fours. Street fours. fours. Overall, this movie's got a 4.2. Where does that put it? That's pretty low. You know. Pretty it's not, it's not, it's not as it's not what I hoped for when I you know when you we know when I heard this movie was coming out. Yeah, well, I, I saw the initial hopes. trailers. I actually thought it was gonna be a lot more fun than yeah. it was. Well, I think what's really interesting about this movie is that for how much James liked it and how much I disliked it, we gave it the same score overall. Well, he didn't say he liked it. He just, no, well, no. I'm sorry. I didn't mean. I apologize for how James described the movie and how I described the movie. Mm-hmm. We gave it both fours, mm-hmm. and you barely gave it above a four. Yeah, 4. well, 6. we all agreed that it was not great. I think, right? I just think it was less fun than you guys did. Well, no, I think our scores reflect that we liked the action. Yeah, but everything else was was low. Low. <laughs> so it's uh, it's number eighty one. Doesn't not tied with anything. Right behind Smoke and Aces, and right ahead of uh, Stone Cold. Yeah, sounds about right. I'd rather watch Stone Cold. I'd rather watch Stone Cold. I'd rather watch Stone Cold than Smoke and Aces too, though. So you know, I'd rather watch. It's not tri- a perfect list. I think I'd rather watch Triple Threat. Wait, which is at eighty-two? Sure. 
sorry, what it, it's eighty two or it's uh forty four point two, right? Oh, it was four point four. I'm sorry. Did I read yeah, four point two. So it's oh, tied shit. with Resident Evil. All right. Well, let me oh. just re-record that part. It's way <laughs> below everything. Yeah. Oh, so right, tied with Resident Evil. So it's behind Half Past Dead at 83, and it's tied with Resident Evil at 84. I'm going to yeah. put it ahead of Resident Evil. I, it's funny, because I think I liked the movie a little bit more than you, but I would put it behind Resident Evil, I think. I thought Resident Evil was a little bit more fun. But then again, is, is it because that guy gets cut in the face? Yes, those lasers. You know? <laughs> lasers. Well, yeah. Those lasers do it for me. I, you know, and, and the dogs. You know, you say that. You say that as a joke. But I don't believe that Hobbs and Shaw is, is going to have an iconic scene. But Resident Evil has at least two. Well, it's got the dogs. It's got the dogs and it's got the cubing. Mm-hmm. The cubing. That's like, that's people. And, and the concept is pretty good. Well, it's also, yeah, yeah, it's different. It's also the first of a series, whereas this is like, if I had my way, the death of a series. So uh, where would you put it, James? Ahead or behind? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Behind. Yeah. Oh, fuck. We have a new 85. Ding, 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 ding. So John likes... Hobbs and Shaw a lot. He loves it. I, wanna, <laughs> I think that was clear on the main clear. I wanna, really clear. I want to come all over Hobbs and Shaw's tits. Wow. Whoa. Jeez. It's uh, a little forceful. <laughs> Speaking Why is it of, forceful? It's consensual sex. <laughs> really? So, uh, I don't even know how to move on from that. Uh, what's the? What are we? We're heading into Christmas time. Christmas. Ho ho ho, motherfuckers. What are we watching first? Reindeer games. Reindeer games. Ben Affleck. Sweet. Gary Sinise. Yeah. It's a classic. It's I a don't Christmas remember this. It's a Christmas classic. I watched it once, uh, I think. James and I watched this movie for the first time. Uh, a family member passed away, I think it was, and we were in Ontario. And, oh. you, and you rented it or something? Nope. We went inside in the theater. I saw it in the theater, in, too. Was it, in the, was it in the mall? <laughs> yep. Yeah, sweet. I'm pretty sure it was from... Uh, we had a death in the family, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into and that you go stuff, and you see reindeer games. That's what well, you got to do. We were like, well, fuck, we were young. Mm-hmm. Saw reindeer games in the theater, and... Uh, <laughs> and now you get to see it again. Somehow that was worse than the death in the family. What? <laughs> anyway, cut that part out. No cuts. No cuts. <laughs> no edits. <laughs> that was fucking... That was it's your pure... Um... Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, please check us out on iTunes, but most importantly, or iTunes, uh, Facebook, Instagram, but most importantly, please tell a friend. Get someone to listen. Um, James will give you five bucks. See you later.